Hello and welcome to the next episode of Eddie and Matt Outkick Their Coverage. Today we're looking back at week 10, forward at week 11 with our predictions, and we're going to give you our play of the week, which is brought to you in association with our friends at Quack Vintage. Eddie, another week of bizarre results. Uh, you ready to try and make some sense of it? Yeah, I think it were opposite Sunday, wasn't it, again? We yeah. We've them in a row, there has making been... us look silly and we can do that by ourselves. We don't need any help making ourselves look stupid, as we've proven time and time again. Yes, we've proven. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Thursday night football. Chargers at the Raiders. Raiders squeaking out 26-24 win. Yeah, I, I honestly thought, I thought, right, I'm going to pick Chargers because they're going to start giving that push. What they have, Melvin Gordon looks like starting to click again. Playing against Raiders, it's a big divisional game. It's going to pull a lot back for them if they can go into Black Hole and get a win. And basically, Phil Rivers shit the bed. It were a poor performance um, in some ways. He did have some big plays as well, but it was his intercept, like three interception game he had. Yeah. Those are what killed it off for him. I thought Raiders have looked decent in every game. I mean, Josh Jacobs, offensive rookie at year, you know, he's, he might as well give given an award now. Yeah, he's absolutely terrible, fantastic. Terrible. That last run where he burst through the line and got in for a touchdown to give him lead was absolutely brilliant. I thought Melvin Gorman did have a good sh- a good showing. I think he's he's starting to find his form. He's starting to look a little bit better. But <clears throat> he wasn't enough to cover up for all mistakes that were made by Philip Rivers. No. Obviously, he's won them enough games. He kept him in the game by making some big passes. But the progress stoppers those interceptions, aren't there? And it was like an undrafted free agent who picked away two of them. So... Not the best, and especially against the secondary that's like Raiders. And maybe that's what Phil was thinking. He was like, right, well... They're not special. I can, yeah, I can, I can I let can, it go a bit. Exactly. And, and that's come back and bit him on ass. Yeah, and uh, like on last drive, it was just boom, in air, picked off, ended game. And I've no idea where charges stand now, but Raiders look really good for a wild card. Yep, they've been, the, the Raiders have been there or thereabouts all season, and like, I think we both maybe... No, I've not looked at it, but I think we probably picked them... After winning, after lose all season, probably fifty-fifty, yeah. 50-50, yeah. Um, because they have been in the the the, the Colts the the tight games. The I, I think the the performance that the two performances that they were the worst they were against Chiefs, which are full power Chiefs beat them, and then when they came to our place, which was awful a, to play it, and we give them a tanning. Absolutely, have the pants down and turn their ass cheeks red. But the like you say, offenses develop, and that's what type of team they are built on offense. And they've got better and better. And I thought their defence pressured Rivers a lot more than they have anyone else. Yeah, but so offensive line, having... the offensive line didn't look particularly anything like it did at the beginning of the season. Exactly. If, if their defence can start picking it up, then they could cause people some issues. And their offensive line is probably top three in league at I minute. Mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they've done a right job putting that together and keeping pieces they had. Because they've, they've lost Donald Penn. They've lost Donald Penn. They've lost um, the guy who went to Jets, the, the guy with the arm injury. It's part of that. I can't remember his name. But yeah, they, he, he, the, the Jets didn't tell him that he was injured and needed surgery. Um, Kelechi or Semele. There we go, yeah. So they, they, they sent him away. They sent, like you said, all pens gone to the uh, Redskins. Redskins. But they did pick up Trent Brown. Obviously, the uh, Colton Miller. Is it Colton Miller or McGlinchey? McGlinchey's at the 49ers. So right, so it's Colton Miller's the, the right tackle, uh, the left tackle, sorry. And then you've got Trent Brown at the right tackle. And then you've got um, Rich Incognito, having a really good year at guard. So they have put pieces in place to yep. replace him. And this season, Incognito had better season than Assembly. So, yeah, they've, they've done really well to develop that line. And I think John Gruden puts them in positions to be able to make plays as well. So, yeah, the car's looking fantastic. They seem to slip into being the, 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 the complete package. We're not entirely sure what the, the complete package is, but it's definitely a complete one. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, we'll move on then. 
After that, we go to the, uh, the Chiefs and the Titans. A bit of a shocker. Titans beating the Chiefs by 35-32. to 32. I mean, Pat Mahomes is back. And, what was he, three for 400 odd yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, he's definitely back. And still, the, the, the Chiefs managed to, to lose it. I mean, that, that defence was just dogmas. I think that the main thing for me was their defence turned up last week, unfortunately, and tanned our offence. Yeah. But they went in against Titans, and Titans have got a different type of run game. They've got Derek Henry, and uh, he's just a monster. And he was just powering through that middle line. 188 yards he ran for, and yeah. two touchdowns. And obviously, he takes up a lot of time as well when he's hitting these big runs. He's proper tiring out the defence, and I think it killed it killed them in the respect that they couldn't get on field as much as they'd like to, which is exactly how you need to play. Obviously, they're a fumble recovery for a touchdown by Rashawn Evans. And at the end of the day, he's just come back from injury. Patrick Mahomes from for four fifty three touchdowns, had a really good game, made some ridiculous throws. He drove them down to field goal position at end, and then the kick were blocked, which is can't be helped really. No, I think he were offside. The player blocked it, but refs didn't see it, so it can't happen. But it's still at the end of the day, they're still good enough to get into that position, even though they went behind late. Tannehill, I thought, had a good game. Made a couple of smart runs at some points, some decent passes. It was like a 60, 70-yard touchdown pass as well. That was just like, where was that from? Exactly. Where was this last season for the Dolphins? Um, what were we playing? Yeah. With Dolphins, yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, they, they had Kenny Stills and... Exactly. Lee Parker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean... Uh, for, Albert Willis is what probably Wilson, best receiver yeah, yeah. always injured, yeah. I think, not to take anything away from the Titans, they've played... Fairly well defensively, considering they got handed it through the air. And they were playing against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I don't think anybody can keep them out of the game for no. an hour. They managed to keep the, the rushing game well, it'll be quiet. But like Titans said, are excellent as well. Derek Henry, watching, it, wa- watching him play, or watching that game against the Chiefs, it was like watching the um, Cordell Patterson kick return. Yeah. Where it looked like boy, a man against boys. He was just Derek Henry skittling the ball against that defensive line. Looks like me running towards Rich. Yeah, that's why he's huge. He's massive for a running back. You don't normally see running backs that big, and he's massive. I saw an interview with him after with Deion Sanders, and Deion Sanders like, I'd love to look like you doing that jacket. And honestly, he's just huge, muscular guy. But it's this time of year when they start using him. Don't be surprised if Titans sneak into a wild card spot or take I don't think the they're going to sneak into a wild card. They're going to slam into a kick their way into a. <laughs> they're going to absolutely GBH into a wild card pick. I think. I think they should make a pack that if they do get to playoffs, um, that might be able to shave off that ridiculous moustache. Yeah, it looks like he should be on some sort of list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, we shall go down then to the next game, which is the uh, the Cardinals against the uh, the Buccaneers. Really? Buccaneers coming out thirty twenty seven, winners over the the the, uh, the Cards. Uh, I think the the Bucks got away with one. It's a typical Bucks performance, isn't it? A game that could have gone either way, but um, this week they actually held on for a win. Uh, Murray, I thought he played excellent. I thought there was some really good football. I know he finally threw an interception after thousands of plays, but I think he had a really good game. I thought that flea flicker at one point was pretty good to yeah. get him the first down when it looked like they were going to get the ball turned over. Shaquille Barrack managed to get another sack for Buccaneers. Levante David managed to get a str- uh, get ball stripped to return ball after an interception being thrown by James Winston, who seems to do an uh, interception almost every week. Yeah, it's um, not like you've mentioned that a couple of times in a row all season. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think if you look at that Bucks defence, the run defence is unbelievable, but the secondary is obviously a bit more suspect. Got a few walls like on there. Yeah, it's yeah. like you say, what more can you really do? You've got to play to your strengths, haven't you? So you've, you've got to like stop the run so they have to pass, but then if it gets to a point where they have to pass, you're knackered. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Right, turn into a corner. Yeah, I mean, there's, let's have a, I think they won that one by default, only a little bit. I don't know. I think they've been unlucky. They, they could have beat, um, they should have beat the Giants when they lost at the Giants. They should have won last week. They should have won an, a one other week. I think it might be against Panthers. Do you know what I mean? Like three or four more wins and they've got a winning record. I think they've got two wins this season, haven't they? Cards. Uh, books. books. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember cards, wins. cards have got two or three, haven't they? Three but... wins and a draw, haven't they? Yeah. But that's what I mean. The Buccaneers have been in every game almost, and they should have won more than they have. I mean, they sh- they should have. Yeah. Titans game, is that right? Yeah. yeah, Titans game. Yeah, they're just they well, robbed. But like I say, they could have beat Titans, could have beat Giants, could have beat um, can't one But you think that's three wins that puts them on five and four? Do you know what I mean? You you're still in with a sniff. I know it's not great because obviously you're in with Panthers and Saints, but five and four at this stage of the season is something you can build on. Yeah. But, but Jameis Winston's killed them off. I honestly can't see him keeping him. No, it's going to be uh, interesting next season to see what they do, whether they go for a veteran presence or they... Um, it is, yeah. If they go through the draft and pick somebody up, I mean, they could do both. They couldn't have a, have a veteran to start for a season and they're the book, they're, if they draft someone just to sit behind that, that veteran and see how they go about preparing for games, which seems to be the way forward. Didn't, didn't Case they... Keenum will be playing for them next year, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't they... Um... Flacco, might be. <laughs> Didn't do Mahomes any any arms that behind Alex Smith learned how to be a professional for a season, Alex did it? Smith, maybe about next year. Yeah, Which, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks at, uh, at Washington, so I can see maybe one of them going. Bell Askins has been named a starter for the rest of the season, which doesn't mean Ryan anything, Askins does it? Is, uh, he's a concern. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, being named a starter for the rest of the season doesn't really count for much until you, the end of the season, does it? Because yeah. we'll see, because we didn't like Rosen, Rosen and Fitzpatrick have both been named starter for the season for the Dolphins <laughs> a couple of times each. Yeah, if you throw three picks a game, then obviously. I think the thing we're asking is that you've got to look at him and think, is he our future? So you need to let him get all these games that show what he can and he can't do. Then when you come to draft, because you're going to be picking early most likely, do you need to pick up weapons or do you need to replace him already? And that's what the obviously the cards did with Kyle Murray to replace Rosen. So that's yeah. what you've got to look at. There are no easy decisions when it comes to that, I suppose. They've got to make a hard one. Well, that's what I mean. At the end of the day, they've got to look at what he can do and you'll find that out in this stretch run yeah uh, right so I'm the, the what win NFC <coughs> NFC East all over because Vikings have already won that yeah Vikings are <laughs> NFC East champions uh, and speaking of NFC East we've well, got another team there we've got the uh, the Giants and the Jets the Jets Battle of New York the, the battles strong word yeah I think the uh they're falling. They're drunks falling over a nice car park of, <laughs> of football games. Just yeah. The one thing I've got to say is Saquon cannot be healthy. He's come back way too soon. Yeah, he had thirteen rushes and he got one yard. Yeah, he got that's ridiculous. But for, for a guy at that time, beginning of the well, for the first for five or six games of the season when he was healthy. Yeah, was it was just yeah, just just tearing off and the defensive lines to pieces. Yeah, neither of these teams ran ball well, but it's like when you look at what they've got in defensive line, they've got some units. Yeah, like they've got some Dex, some meat on there. Dexter Lawrence for Giants is like three hundred and sixty pound or something stupid. Quinn and Williams is a tremendous defensive tackle. They've got a lot there to stop the run, but the quarterbacks have both had a decent game. I think Daniel Jones. Obviously, I know he got strips out by Jamal Adams, but that protection's shocking. But I thought Daniel Jones is getting better. Like you look at some of the stuff he's doing, he's just he's, there's something there. The development there? rather than being stagnated or going backwards every week, he seems to be sort of learning. Playing a little bit better every week. Did, did, I like Kirk Cousins, to be fair, because yeah. he seems to be learning every week, even though he's been at league seven years or <laughs> Yeah, some made the, the, the comment that it's like watching a rookie play, yeah. watching Cousins play, because yeah. he seems to be getting a little bit better every week, and it's yeah. like. My friend said it to me. 
I think I mentioned it to you. That could says, be whatever it then. Yeah, he says it. Obviously, <laughs> if you look at him, because he slid with his feet last week, this yeah. like this week he slid with his head, and it's yeah. right. So yeah, because he knew every every yard was going to be every inch was going to be valuable. So rather than yeah. sliding and lose two yards, he dove and go gain them. So we'll get to that later on though. We'll <laughs> end up rambling like we usually do. No, not us. Right, uh, we'll just leave that stinky pile of garbage and move on to the. Uh, I think for for me the shock of the week. The Falcons and the Saints. The Falcons beat the Saints twenty six nine at home. Makes no sense, does it? No, that just. Phew. Hello, we're the Falcons, and we've got our twenty seventeen defense with us. Oh, sound. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get into a rhythm, could he? No. no. I think what surprised me a little bit was that he didn't just pull Breeze out and bring Teddy on. Yeah. Because. Well, I can because then you pull out your franchise quarterback who you've built your team around, and just for the sake of that, when you've got you were what were the seven and one at that point eight and one. You know why take him out? What would he achieve? Do you know what I mean? You just I think he might stop getting hurt again. You say that though, it's like yeah. If it gets hurt, you're probably better off. <laughs> <laughs> There's that to think about. No, if you pull him out there, he's not going to be happy because he wanted to fight to get back into the game. Mm. I bet in his opinion, until the last five minutes, it was a game he thought he could get back because you know defense. It's only before, so I can understand why exactly. Exactly. But I can understand. I could maybe see from the other side of the coin as well why they bring Teddy in yeah. just to keep him because he's already been injured one this season. You don't want to lose him for another six games. Exactly. I thought Ryan Hill played pretty well. I know they didn't exactly blow doors off with run game, but they kept running ball and they looked pretty good when they did. And he, I think he got two touchdowns or he definitely got one touchdown with Ryan Hill. I thought he looked pretty decent. It looked better than the Freeman as all season because Freeman looked awful. Um, I think. Yeah, Matt Ryan back for this game, not Matt Shaw. Him uh, and Austin Hooper seem to have uh, got a connection, on there. Yeah, and they, they took massive advantage for it. They looked, they looked passable on offense. It was like, like I say, it was like not just a twenty seventeen offense turned up a defense, but the twenty seventeen offense turned up as well. Hmm, maybe twenty eighteen offense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't as bad as they have been all season, which is just, I mean, that's not saying much, but there we go. No, not even remotely. <laughs> um, but you know, fair play to the Falcons. They went into went into Lions Den, didn't they? Yeah, and, uh, come out with a win. Absolutely, they don't have a bloody nose either. No, I think Saints are good enough to not fizzle out though. Unless Drew Brees has completely fell off the earth, which can happen. Yeah. I think next game they're going to come out. They'll run. They'll be run heavy. They'll you know complimentary pass game and <clears throat> they'll they'll pull it back. Yeah, I mean, I think what one thing that the the Falcons managed to do was stop the run. Grady Jarrett just shut the run down. Grady Jarrett's really underrated. I've said this many times though. He's definitely one of the best tackles in the league. I said it before the Vikings game. Where yeah. I said he's going to be scary. And he, he was their biggest threat all game. I thought he played absolutely fantastic every game I've seen him play. He's been good. Yeah, right. We'll, uh, we'll skip on there to the uh, the next game, which was also, I mean, for me, was a little bit of a surprise, but you're not so much for you, I would imagine. No, I picked Browns to win. Yeah, the, the Bills losing the Browns 16-19. Again, like we both it was going to be a close one. Uh, it was a, it was, it was a heads or tails game, but I didn't fancy the Browns in this one. Um, I think an editor is that the Bra- the Bills need to need to win these games, and yeah. I think the fact that it wins, they should be disappointing themselves because they, yeah. they should be going in play facing Browns, seeing what other defenses have done against them, and doing that. A two and six Browns as well. Was two and yeah. seven Browns at the time. It's like, well, do you what? Thing is as well with Browns uh, with, with Baker, everybody's been slagging him off, and I think I mentioned it last week. I said, look, I think he's mature enough to pull it back and start getting better. In that game, he was under more pressure than he has been in any other game all season. Yep. He was getting ball out well enough. He didn't throw one interception. He didn't blow doors off with his, with his um, with results at game. But he played, he played a decent game. Did exactly what he needed to do. And they went and played Bills with a really good defence. And defence travels yep. and managed to pull one out. And I, I don't think you can knock them. I, I, were, 
I wasn't surprised. I think the difference was, just like I mentioned, Bills have been poor against one of the last few weeks and Nick Chubb just ran over him for a bit. And obviously put him in positions to do well. They stopped him a lot, but in a low-scoring game, I thought I thought Browns had a good showing and their defence is good enough to cause issues for a lot of teams. So they can stay in games by having a good defence. And if the offence can just click a little bit, there's still time for them to have a resurgence. If they beat Steelers this week, they can at least gain some ground. Yeah, I mean, the... I think the, the the key on there is the Browns did enough. Yeah, and like we said before, like you can. You, Kareem Hunt could be a big difference for him as well. Kareem he's back this week, isn't he? Yeah. But I don't know. Week played. Is it? He's back. Was it, played. He, yeah. It'd be his first sort of full week back with him. Yeah, yeah. He played. He played this week, and obviously they went to wing T at one point. So there's two backs. And I think they'll do a lot of that because they'll do a lot better on the centre. With yeah. two running backs for misdirection, I think that'll met the the line a bit better because they're all right at run blocking but it's the pass blocking they're not so obviously create some play action opportunities for Baker Mayfield there's no say they can't do a little bit more yeah, but they played Steelers defence which is ridiculously good at minutes and Chubb and Hunt can both catch it out of backfield on, and, exactly. on screens and stuff so I mean that, that both top 10 backs aren't they that's going to open the playbook up massively for him yeah um, and then you've got Landry and OBJ so they've got one of the best receiving tandems probably the best receiving tandems and probably the best running back well one of the, yeah. Yeah, really the best running back tandem the best running back tandem yeah yeah. Um, and like you say oh, sorry apart from Saints yeah oh yeah sorry obviously yeah, apart yeah, from the Saints because yeah. Taysom Hill and uh, yeah, Kareem, yeah. Kareem Curry Taysom Hill Taysom Latavius Murray no. and uh, Alvin, Alvin Kamara sorry yeah. Yeah. Alvin Kamara yeah. and Taysom Hill yeah I'm trying to make a joke here and you forgot about the great Latavius Murray <laughs> no they got they got shut down last week but anyway we're moving forward not backwards um, <laughs> yeah like yeah, they won by three and whether you win by three or win by 20 it's a point isn't it? it's, it's exactly. a win it's a, it's a knock in the win con speaking of uh, wins that are, that are slight um, Ravens against the Bengals yeah Ravens running up almost running a 50 burger up against the Bengals I don't know how the Bengals managed to score 13 points Um I think I'm surprised the Ravens didn't put the foot down a little bit more and try and push it over fifty again. Yeah. Just as a statement, another statement win. Again, it's they like that though, Ravens as well. The type of team that will put the foot on your throat and push down. Yeah. They brought Robert Griffin on, didn't they? I think he threw he threw an interception or threw a pick six, but anyway, threw an interception. Yeah, well, they had him um, running back at one point, did they not? Great. Griffin, yeah, they had you him do what you can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The more things you can do, the the more value you are to the team. So if you can. Bring himself in there in a situation where he's going to be, and it also opens up the opportunity for trick players. If they bring start start they started bringing him in, that's going to start opening it up for trick players. I Definitely, think. I think Ravens have took it up another level. Now you look at what they've done. Now, they, I know they've lost two games, but they lost at Chiefs when Chiefs were at full power, and they lost at Browns, which were just really weird. I think yeah. it's an outside run game that really gives their defense struggles because they're quite heavy and quite not slow, but they're not fast, and I think. They've obviously made some adjustments in that respect, but like Lamar Jackson's playing at an MVP level for this season. His legs create so many opportunities for his arm, and I know he's not the best passer, but he's doing exactly what he needs to do when he needs to do it. And it's risky, but it's working for now. And like the run game's clicking. But like I say, Marcus Peters seems to give that defence a breath of fresh air and done really well for him. Yeah. And I think, other than Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson's been the best player in the league. Uh, but he's got a better team that's built around him, whereas Russell Wilson's expected to carry a team. I think that's the main difference. But I do fear for Lamar Jackson. I fear that some somebody's just going to go up and clean clean his clock, and I'm really worried about his health there. And as it gets later on a year, pitches slow down. Do you know what I mean? Like the the, the ground's going to get worse. worse. Yeah, exactly. And I just slows everyone down. But obviously, yeah. 
I'd, I'd, I'd hate to see him get hurt on the season he's having because if he goes out I can't imagine Robert Griffin III is going to be able to carry him yeah I mean like you said though, the Ravens have got he's got more pieces around him than, than Russell Wilson has so yeah. maybe as weather as as as, pitch, as as Phil starts slowing down as as the as the weather starts getting worse, they'll be able to change the game up a little more. Make my use of Gus Edwards and and uh, Mark Ingram. Oh yeah, no, I don't think that's going to stop them. I'm just saying no. Lamar Jackson. The part of Lamar Jackson's game is he's obviously his feet make it a lot more dangerous. It doesn't yeah. matter if he's slowed down; it'll still be more dangerous because he's going to slow down. My worry is he'll get injured. The fact that the Ravens have done is gone and built an offense around Lamar Jackson just turned, it accentuates everything he can do and I think that's brilliant but like I say Russell Wilson he's got DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett's now injured Chris Carson's playing poor, uh, player poorly Richard Petty's been awful the run blocking's not great the pass blocking's not great so every week he's passing to you know weather and pulling these wins out against big teams and it's just crazy but <coughs> I don't think it's sustainable. Lamar will probably end up getting MVP if he can stay fit because I think Russell Wilson's going to eventually run out of not be able to. Yeah. yeah, he can't chuck it to himself, can he? No, he can run, but not as fast as Lamar. <laughs> right, uh, we'll move on then. We should we not even touch on the Bengals because the, I mean they're they're in free fall out there. We'll talk about them on the draft time. <laughs> yeah, that's the next time they're going to be relevant. Speaking of teams that are going to be relevant again around the draft time, we've got Lions against the Bears. Um, boring game wasn't it yeah I think it's uh, it's a bit unfair to look at both Lions offence and Bears defence on this game Stafford in my opinion would win that game Driscoll did you know his first play game for him probably not had many snaps but some of his passes were absolutely awful and that interception was shocking like you remember when we were talking about Jake from when he threw ball a lot some more throwing an ask and yeah. axe. that's what it looks like when Driscoll's throwing ball I think Bears D does what he usually does, you know, strong against run, good against pass. But I think Matt Stafford is playing on the cusp of being MVP level, and if he'd have played in that game, Lions would have probably blown him out. Because obviously they got up early, I think he'd have probably, instead of, you know, field goals, they'd have got touchdowns. Touchdowns, yeah. yeah they'd rather have been a 13 0 lead, they'd have been a 21 0 lead, and it makes it a lot of, Well, if they'd have been a 21 0 lead, they'd have won the game. Exactly. And I think, like, second lowest amount of points that um, Lions have conceded, so the defence didn't. Played well, but again, you can't judge against Lions the Bears defense offense. against Bears offense. Yeah. <laughs> so, just a sh- shit show of a game. I mean, yeah. I picked Bears to win before I knew that Stafford were playing, but after watching that game, it made me think, aren't Bears that good? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I think I, I watched a, few, a little little bits and pieces of it. Like you watched the, the game in 40, and he said to me it was probably the worst game you've seen all season. They were awful. So, it put me off watching anything other than the highlights, which was about three seconds long. Highlights are about as much use as watching the uh, game before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, an awful game against two two teams that were ill suited against each other. Both got well a, a, a good offense against a good defense. If I, if it had been Stafford in there, it'd have been a different kettle of fish. Mm. And then a poor. Trubisky made a couple of good throws, but like getting credit for that, you know, little toss to um, Tariq Cohen. Like yeah. the RU could have thrown that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I had thrown it, I'd have probably thrown it into the back corner. Someone would have got it, got him for a touchdown. It looked great, but. No, has got that ability. Yeah, it, was, it was almost like Trubisky had fumbled it to go in yeah, and he fell over. Yeah. But now, I feel sorry for Lions because obviously injuries are a bit mad, but at the end of the day, as it's been mentioned, they need they should have just gone and got a running back, traded for a running back. Yeah. Look what Kenyon Drake's done for Arizona Cardinals. There's plenty of teams with like backup running backs who probably would be happy to take a pick off them. Yeah, Lions could have got Kenyon Drake off off Dolphins for a first round pick. Yeah. But no, you know, if if, if first uh, round pick, you could go for a fourth. 
Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, I think that's. I think you're only a fourth. And it could be a fifth, and it can become a fourth. Fuck hard. So. I think the the position the lines are in though. I think the Dolphins might have been on the milk and more than having like two blokes from down local that were running back for him. But they'd lost um, Johnson, David Johnson, cards. That's why they went for Drake. Yeah, I think they had probably more options other than Matt Stafford though. So they got McKissick if he gets fit anyway. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great with that. Anyway, fleeting. Zach Zen has been released. <laughs> what from prison from a mental <laughs> institution? Right, uh, fleeting back to reality. We've got late games now. Woo! Yeah, we're getting there. Another bit of a head scratcher. The Dolphins beating the uh, the Indianapolis Colts sixteen right, to twelve. We no, we're just we can skim over. I mean, it's bright. It's bright now. It's not just Kobe Brissett. Yeah. Fitzmagic had a good game, you know. He doesn't know how to tank. No, he doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to like that. He just plays football. I think obviously there were there should have been a TD for Brian Hoyer at first drive, and it ended up being an interception. That what day they were having. Yeah, um, I think. Not about it, the matter. I've probably bagged on Adam Vinatieri a little bit over the last couple of weeks, and it, I, being a kicker in the NFL is, is probably the hardest. Position to play because you're in that much pressure. Oh, to score you're 46 as well. Yeah, and he missed. I think it was an extra point in the field goal. Two extra points in the field goal. I think he's gone. Isn't he? I really? think yeah. They, they might they might sell for a ten. Fake an injury. That's what I'd yeah, say. Fake an injury so we can get someone looking up as we can game. They might have to do that. Um, it's five fucking points. That. Yeah, that that, that would have been one game. But there we go. Um, okay, we'll be on to the next game on the late slate on Monday, a uh, Sunday straight, which is the uh, the Rams at the Steelers. Low scorer. Mm, bit a, a bit of a battle of the defences, which you super Rams offense did yeah. score a touchdown. Yeah, Dante Flowers got himself a touchdown there. Sean Mavet appears to have um, dropped off the face of the earth. He's not a tap, does he? he? He does what he does, and he does it well, and he reads games, he sees what teams do, but he doesn't seem to do anything new. They don't seem to be playing Todd Gurley very often. Their O line's awful, and Steelers defense against that offense, like with that O line, they're just going to rip it to pieces, and that's what they did. The thing is, for me, when they used when they, when they did use Gurley, he looked effective. Yeah, and didn't I mean. use him nowhere near enough. I mean, it's just silly, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's Sean McVay trying to be clever. Yeah, I, I'm the guy. I need I'm, to show I'm, I'm you that I've got Jared Goff, and I'm paying him a lot of money, so I need to do what he needs to do. You do what makes you win. Yeah, you're not going to get into playoffs now unless Seahawks or Forty Nineers fall off. Which shouts are happening? No. Me neither. But against Steelers... They're probably the f- two best teams in NFC, isn't it? Yeah. Seahawks and 49 It's just like 2013 all over again. Steelers, they played really well. I might think of it, Patrick is like a different player, the Steelers. I mean, he was good. You know, I think you've got all that in front of you, haven't you? You've obviously yeah. got... You've got he's got when he's fit, Brandon a Mide. hell of a safety blanket. Yeah, and then you've got... Um, obviously, he's got in middle, he's got Devin Bush, he's got TJ Watt. That defence is a lot better than it was. I think the Devin Bush and Minkovic Patrick, what they've done to that defence. Yeah. It's added some, as I'm saying, it's reinforced the Steelers, hasn't it? I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Next game. Yep, we've got the, uh, the last game on the, uh, the late slate, which is the Panthers at the Packers. Mm, black Cats at the Cheeseheads. In the uh, the snow dome, the snow globe that was Lambeau Field. Oh. I was watching the highlights of this, and my uh, my young, my youngest came in and was like, oh, I wish we had snow. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, um, my thoughts on that is. The, the, this time round, the Panthers didn't seem to like lay down and die. They kept no. trying to fight, which would I see. I think Devontae Adams returned, what a difference they wanted. He picked up a lot of yards, he helped move chains, and he made some big big catches to help them keep ball moving. Williams and, and uh, Jones play uh, you know, what they expect them to play, complimentary football. Yeah. Rodgers as Rodgers makes a few good passes. 
And I think Alan were left exposed a few times, obviously, which is hard. And Christian McCaffrey, again, he won't his usual super-duper self, but I think he still did pretty well. And just missed out on that touchdown when he ran into his own player. And then the, the guy tried dragging him over the line. Yeah. yeah. But, what, I mean, what? Packers aren't... That's the trouble with this is Packers. They're not, they're not blowing teams away. They're not amazing, but they keep winning. What, anno- last week, but. what annoyed me the most about this game for the Panthers was... They got into the, they used McCaffrey to get into the red zone and then started throwing and then started throwing it. I mean, it, what? How did it go when they tried to get him into it? when they got red zone for a big play game? They put all your thing away, best players, and you didn't come off. So you can yeah, but that was that was that was on like the, the three yard line from like the twenty yard line. They went from they went straight to passing from oh, McCaffrey, right, and okay. it's like give yourself a chance. Yeah, but I think that's just because of our Packers playing it because obviously like in with that sort of space left on field, it's a bit more simple to stop run because there's not as much space I think that's what worries them is if you get into a bit of space against Packers that's when it's a bit hard for them because the, the secondary is not great tackling so that's probably why that works because they're far right they've got a bit more effectiveness here against run so if we, if we can make them think we're going to run and, and pass it then it'll do us some favours maybe yeah but from what I saw they didn't even try to run it from, right. from the first red zone attempt they were going straight, they went straight to pass mode and it was like just don't sell the play straight away let them think you're going to run it at least Mm. Give it a so couple play action. Give it a play action and run it a couple of times down the middle and see what see if, see if they can stop him. Because yeah. they haven't been doing play action for three yards out there, is it? No, but from twenty yards out there is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, to be fair though, the, the referees have had any influence in this game, which is uh, no, love it to see. Couldn't see how that's now. <laughs> right. Um, move on to Sunday night football then. The uh, the Minnesota Vikings against the Dallas Cowboys. The Vikings. That's it. Squeaking out a twenty eight twenty four win, I think, because yeah. it was uh, we were up for this game, weren't we? Not yeah. like excited, but we were awake for the yeah. game. And texting backwards and forwards, not like spooning her out. Well, well. <laughs> and that fourth quarter almost gave me a heart attack. I can't have another one, can you? No. I think with that game, obviously, Dak Prescott ate our second real life. He were given a lot of time because his old lines meant early on he didn't because obviously our defense came out and it really went for him. But as game went on, they started to see the like middle of the game they seemed to take advantage to Cowboys offensive line. Yeah, like with pass game, they were making some really good passes. Cooper Gallup and um, uh, what's his name? Cobb all played pretty well, and you know picked up a lot of yards between them. And I think it probably best game of Dak Prescott's life. But our secondary looked awful. Mike Hughes were unlucky with a couple of passes because they were literally toe drags right on edge where they grab it ball when it's out of play. What are you going to do? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Ball's how, out how of play. Defend the ball like a yard out of play. Exactly. How, how are we supposed to do that? Exactly. So they were just great by then. Um, the best corner on the pitch, though, was Mackenzie Alexander. I thought he had another good yeah, game. game. Nickel played pretty well. Um, but offence worked well enough uh, against a good defence. I think Cousins played good for eighth game in a row. Mm hmm. Cook is elite picking ball up in, on receptions and running it and Madison he can pout ball yeah. and CGM so them three just you know what I mean they it's just a three-headed monster isn't it yeah, he should be a conversation CGM for best fullback in game yeah. I know Juice Check will be looked at for it but I think how he's playing is unbelievable because he can do it all as well and I think we, we're missing as best DT against this team and we still stop Zeke yeah. huge I think that's what we uh, were because were, were, obviously we were a bit banned up at the back Rhodes in what he used to be. Oh yeah. And it was like right, we'll 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 stop the run making bits of the past, which they almost bloody did. Yeah. And um, do you know what? Huge shout outs to Amount Arman Watts, Jaleel yeah. Johnson and to Shamar Stefan in that game. Oh did he go had a good game, you know. He made some really good tackles, it looks like it's getting better game by game. 
And I think the thing is that game were closer than it should have been anyway because of how well Dak played. But I think it's a narrative breaker now. Kirk doesn't have to say, I've never won a game in prime time. Because it's the team with a winning record. Yeah, and it, Kirk, take... he's only ever beat Cowboys once in nine, nine games before. So now it's two in ten. And it was a prime time away win. So at least that stigma has gone for a week. But now yeah. everybody will be like, yes, they're in playoffs. I know I get mad at him, but he's playing smart football most yeah. of the time. And the one thing we have noticed last few games what I've noticed is Diggs is a very good receiver if he's got someone to draw coverage somewhere else which is the same for everybody because you've looked DeAndre Hopkins has been shut down Julio Julio Jones has been shut down this year if there's no one to draw coverage away he's just going to get they're just going to clamp him in and he's still made some good catches yeah. we'll make it big numbers that we'll make it at the beginning of the year but we'll make it some big catches and I think we're desperate for Thielen to come back so I think if Thielen's back that's going to open up a little bit it's separate against the Cowboys I yeah. honestly think we would probably a tandem because their second their linebackers aren't very good at pass coverage, whereas that's one thing we have. And I think Eric Hendricks' uh, pass break up against Zeke. He played out of his skin, didn't he? He played out of his skin. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. He's he's the all pro linebacker for me, middle linebacker, best winning league this season. But to be fair, I think Luke Treadwell had a good game. You know, the one reception, or was it Stark blocking really good? Yeah, it, both him and Treadwell blocked really well downfield. The Titans all blocked really well. Uh, Smith had a decent game as well. Yeah, Conklin had a decent blocking game. I like Conklin. Yeah, I think Fifth round pick. the one thing I will say that the, the one thing that sort of I didn't like about it that, that upset me on the day a little bit was um, we were 14 nil up, I think it was, or 14 7 up. Yeah. And Dak Prescott threw one right into uh, Mike Hughes' hands and he dropped it. it. But he'd been gone then. It, yeah, he had so much open space in front of him. Really, the government tried to build houses there. He's only had one pick all his career, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, I don't think he had an awful game, but obviously no. he needs to grow into his position a bit more. I mean, to just show how how. Not Trey Wayne's playing either. No, I mean, he was in for Trey Wayne's, wasn't he? Yeah, and to be honest, just should show, to show how busy he was. He had seven tackles that game, yeah. which and was like it, which three more than anybody else. But he had the tackles because they were throwing to him. But that's, yeah, but that's it. it. If you did it differently done that with Rhodes or with somebody else, it was to say he made them tackles. Exactly, yeah. Trey Waynes, he, he's a good tackler. Everybody on our team is a good tackler most of the time. And I don't I don't think they'd have been doing it as much. Do you know what I mean? Just worried. Our secondary should not be bad. We've got a secondary coach as our head coach, and our secondary is one of the worst in the league. Yeah. It's nearly as bad as the Eagles. I, I think Colin Hill being back... That could help. Mackenzie Alexander being fit, that could help. Jaron Curse had a good game. I think he could help. He's yeah. got that interception, El Mary. Yeah. And like I said, Mike Hughes, if they can start clicking that young secondary, give the money to Mackenzie Alexander and keep him. Uh, obviously, everyone's on rookie contracts out. Yeah. So extend Jaron Curse. And then if you have to draft one, if you can do, if you can get someone in as a free agent, just do that. Yeah. Don't mess about. Get someone in as a free agent as a corner because Chris Harris wants to go. You know, if yeah. you can get Chris Harris, get Chris Harris. But just don't waste your time with this with Rhodes next season. Take the four million dead cap. Lose Wayne's Wayne's as well. That's I think Rhodes is on roughly thirteen million something like that. So you lose four. That's nine. He's on nine because he's on franchise tag. Is um, Wayne's that's eighteen million for two corners. You can get a decent corner for five million, like just as a second corner. Yeah. And then the other the other like however much left, give that to an elite person if you have to trade. A decent pick for it, trade it, but just get rid. There's not doing it. 
Elfline had his, another half decent game as well. No holding penalties. I don't so you can't fault him. Probably there. his best game of the season. Dozier came in and did well. Yeah, when uh, when Klein got had his eggshell cracked. Oh God, he said he must be made a Pokemon match, eh? Yeah, Brian O'Neill had a good game. Riley Reef was was bang average. Mm. I think that was the weak link. Yeah, well, see, we say weak link, but when you're playing against um, the uh, thingy Tank Lawrence, every play it's yeah, it's not, it's not easy, is it? You think he also has hard games against Khalil Mack, Lawrence. And then he didn't have an hour game against Chris Jones, but obviously he's not an edge defender. Um, but like that's not a nice two people to be playing against. They're probably both top five edge rushers in the league. You think in practice though, he's he's going up against Linval and uh, not Linval, sorry, um, Everson and uh, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, but they're not as good as Tank Lawrence and um, Khalil Mack by any stretch. They're different players as well. So obviously you've got to think of different things. I think you you saw yourself with some players that were making you get him. Going, going to rush to pass it and then getting to it running back at times what tank yeah. and then when you look at Cleo Mack he's a freak yeah well, it's not, that's not turning to the Vikings podcast that's going to the next game because we're going to struggle against Von Miller next week that's what I'm going to say yeah okay uh, right Monday Night Football then the final game of, uh, of week 10 and we've got uh, the Seahawks against the 49ers Seahawks winning it 27-24 in overtime but this was a game and a half wasn't it mm, not bad I mean one, I got a text off you saying this game's going to end in a tie and it very nearly did <laughs> yeah um, I think you've got a, a, going back to I said that before a game though not while game was going on yeah uh, you've got to think again we mentioned it's not, not an easy league for kickers at the moment and that uh, the Fortnite kickers are poor bugger had a kick block then yeah. he, they could have won a game Mac, Mac, McLaughlin or something I can't remember yeah. the name McCluskey McLaughlin I think okay right some, some of the Scott Irish mm. and well, then the injured isn't he yeah which is why he's in there um, and then Jason Mack again with the winning field goal for the uh, yeah for the Seahawks uh, yeah great game Clowny was wrecking shot yeah he was and Jim then, G had an awful day yeah he obviously because of that picked by Diggs yeah. who they got from the Lions a couple of weeks ago Quandry yep it is a quandary where yeah. letting go but there the you go the power of Russell Wilson eh? it's huge he's like the front runner I know he obviously threw a pick and he was under pressure a lot but you've got to think of what he's working with Made big plays in big moments. Miss kiss what kick what difference in the game. You gotta look at Fine Irons. They're still one of the best teams in the league. Oh, yeah. the best team in the league. They still drove down and missed the kicks, you know. Other than that, they can't fault them. They've done really well. They haven't been blown out or anything. No, not at all. I mean this game like as you predicted, only ended, almost ended up at a tie. I mean I think it would have been a fitting result if it did. I mean I did pick Seahawks to win as well. Yeah. But like I'm just thinking about it, it could be a tie. Quite easily could have been a tie. Mm. Can you imagine that 15 0 1? That's your record end of the season. It's been second best ever. Well, the 72 Dolphins are pop champagne, champagne cocks if they'd have lost. I don't know. Because it's not technically an undefeated season. It's half a loss, isn't it? That's yeah, what we see. That's how we said it against uh, the Lions, wasn't it? It's half a loss. Um, right, should we go on to our play of the week then before we go on to predictions? Yeah, go on then. Right, you dokey then. It's time for the, uh, the, the quack vintage players of the week brought to you with the good people. At Quack Vintage, these guys are an online vintage clothing store that also does vintage NFL shirts. You can find them on Instagram or Depop, a Depop, sorry, under the account name at Quack Vintage. We're cool and hip. Yes, we are something. Two white men doing a type of podcast. Um, okay, yeah, they provided us with a twenty-five pound gift voucher to spend at their online store uh, for one lucky OKTC listener. I mean, you may be thinking that oh, twenty-five pound—that's not really a lot, but. Considering the maximum, the, the highest ticketed prime item in their shop is thirty quid. It's not too bad, is it, guys? You might have to pay five quid and a bit of, and a bit of postage. Or a tenner for an NFL jersey. Yeah, depending on what they've got. Yeah, I mean, they, they get fresh stock every week, so there's going to be something different there every week. All you need to be do, all you need to do to be in with a chance of winning this voucher, 
is emailing us at eddie and matt OKTC at gmail.com with the words quack vintage as a subject of the email and uh, and then just wait for us to pick the only amount of a hat uh, and while you're doing that you can you can go check out them check them out sorry at, uh, at quack vintage on instagram or daybop right players of the week then uh, do you want to go first or me to go first you go first right I have got from the uh, the Vikings against the Cowboys it's not a scoring play it's not a play from the winning team it's from defensive uh, Dallas Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence who we mentioned a little bit earlier on uh, second and third end of the first half he gets around the outside of Brian O'Neill and gets pressure on Kirk, Kirk Cousins uh, but he can't stop the ball get the pass getting away but then uh, Dalvin Cook picks up the pass picks up the first down gets a couple of eyes downfield and then gets tackled by the Marcus Lawrence. Ridiculous in it to have yeah. that speed of that size. And one player does not only fight past a really good young offensive tackler who's not given up a sack at all, or one sack in his in his season and a half for playing, uh, he then turns round, bombs back downfield, covers the ground between, I think he must have been seven yards deep in the backfield. Against this year's best back. To get five yards upfield, positive, so yeah. that's like a 12 yard, well, 12 yard swing, and catch him and tackle him. It's nearly as fast as me. Nearly, yeah. No, as fast as you're chasing a, a takeaway. Really? Uh, <laughs> um, it was incredible. I mean, it, it, what it did, I mean, Cook looked like he just managed to sit, find a gap and he was about to go away. Yeah. And Lawrence, Lawrence got him. It was an incredible play from Lawrence. Um, I mean, he was really good all game. That, that's just, for me, that was the, that play stood out for me. Yeah. yeah. And your guy? Your, your play of the week? Uh, Lamar Jackson's 47-yard touchdown run against Bengals. Obviously, he broke the line. Beat five Bengals, one just at the line, just to go over and get a touchdown. Like you were playing against kids, yeah. absolutely unbelievable. Great speed, great you know movement as he's going through. Just excellent like run. But again, it scares me a little bit because one day he's going to do that run. Someone's going to stick the helmet in his chest. That's what worries me. But it was that for me best offensive play of the week easily. Yeah. That's going to be on highlight shows. You know, what I mean, you're going to see yeah, that for years to come. Yeah, that was that was close to being my play of the week, but I just I couldn't ignore how well. Lawrence had played, played that game well, what going to be my play at week well the fourth down touchdown run by Vikings obviously it's a bit of a homer pick and obviously <laughs> you'd already talked about an opposite play off of that game right yeah. cool that was the uh, our, our players of the week courtesy of Quack Vintage right then it's uh, predictions time for week 11 uh, disclaimer don't back anything we say yeah because we've, we've had two off after, after a decent start we've had two stinkers haven't we yep right uh, moving into the games we've got Thursday night football Steelers visiting the Browns AFC North grudge match have you gone with I've gone with the Cleveland Bruins <laughs> tough call yeah it's Steelers a- D's top three yep they can stop the run and the pass, but their offense is a bit below average. And Brown's D is it's good. It's not massively good, but it's good. Um, I think it could be a stalemate there, but I think Brown's offense is a bit of a miss. Logic should say that Steelers grind out a defensive win, but I can see it being close. Um, I think Mayfield could end up costing Steelers' game, uh, but if it's another mistake-free game, I think crazily, I think Brown's could win myself. Going Brown's twenty-eight. Um, Steelers 18 and I can't believe you've picked them as well yeah I've gone Browns 20 Steelers 17 the one thing that's, that's swayed me is they've got Hunt back or they've got Hunt in properly so that's going to yeah that's going to maybe light up the back for a little bit and the, the Steelers might struggle a little bit but like we've alluded to as well the Steelers that's why I've gone it so close the Steelers defence is really good Yeah. and they've got um, I mean the Browns are at home shouldn't affect them too much because Steelers are an outside team as well but that home field advantage the dog pound can be quite raucous yeah 
So I've gone with just a field goal win for the Browns. Uh, right, next game then, Broncos at the Vikings. Surprisingly enough, I have picked the Vikings at home. Surprisingly enough, I have picked the Broncos, as I always <laughs> pick the other team. So my point of view on this game is, obviously, the keys to victory for the Vikings is to play smart football, put parts on board when you can, slow down the backup quarterback, which is our kryptonite, Keep an eye on Philip Lindsay, Carlton Sutton, both dangerous players. But also on the offensive line, as we mentioned earlier, like players like Khalil Mack and uh, players like Demarcus Lawrence cause Riley Reef a lot of issues. Von Miller is in exactly the same situation. He will cause uh, Riley Reef fits if he's one on one against him, and that would really concern me. We need to keep, we need to play smart football like we have all season and just be able to deal with the pressure put points on the board and it might be a low scorer and if it is it is just take the win if you can but like I said what does worry me Von Miller strip sacking uh, Kirk Cousins seven times and we're getting <laughs> behind because of it no I think that Riley might struggle against Von Miller I think the rest of the line should have fared quite well against the, the Broncos defensive front they've lost some pieces haven't yeah they? Um, I think they are still very good and coached by an excellent coach I think we should be able to move the ball easily on Mm. I think if we do what we did against the against the Cowboys, a lot, a lot of screens. Vic Fangio's defense is better than that. They'll throw, show you a lot of looks. Kirk Cousins could get a bit confused. I'm sorry to say, but that's what worries me. No, I, I can see his torch in thirty five seventeen. I've gone with. No, I ain't put a score on it because obviously I would. But if I had to pick a score, it'd be you know twenty to twenty to sixteen or something like that. No, I, I, I can see his opening a can up on him on on. Um, no, just can, just can. Yeah, I can. Right, uh, right. Next game, then we've got the awful pick: the uh, the New York Football Jets against the Washington Redskins in a stadium full of people dressed as seats. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's a tough call, but I think Askins could be a liability and difference between games. I think mm-hmm. Jets obviously they've got similar strengths to Redskins, but I think McLaurin is a massive player. Crowder, it's a revenge game. I can see, um, I can see Redskins getting tanned just because of mistakes by um, Askins. Askins, yep. yeah. Which is sad to say. Not, obviously, they'll stop Peterson because they're good against run. I've actually gone Jets twenty four, Redskins three. Well, I have gone Jets twenty one, Redskins fourteen. I can see it being a, a game one on a Jamal Evans pick six. Mm. And just, I, I've got it. I've got a feeling him in water. Yeah, I don't rate like Jets that much. It's just I think obviously asking is going to be a liability. We could both be wrong. Could end up being a make. We've been wrong before. A lot. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Moving on. Next game. Saints at the Bucks. Uh, I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, I think the Saints are still going to have a bit of wobble on the Bucks. I've been finding ways to win games like this all season, and I think they'll just squeak it somehow. Thirty Bucks thirty to twenty eight. I think. After last week's performance, again, Arians is going. To, it seems to be week on week off that Arians is going to be in his ear and giving an absolute kicking, yeah. kicking, yeah, and he'll and he'll he'll, he'll play clever, he'll play smart football, won't turn the ball over as much. Despite the Saints' defense being really good, they were really good until they played the Falcons last week and got tanned. I don't think the offense was blowing away. I just think obviously it's a divisional game. You've played each other a lot. You know where weaknesses are. Marshawn Lattimore went off injured, so mm-hmm. well again, this is another divisional game, isn't it? Bucks yeah. Saints. Bucks are home. But Marshawn Lattimore might not go off injured. Yeah, <laughs> that's the difference. He's an amazing uh, corner. Yeah, I think it's a tough divisional game. Like I say, I think Bucks' D line is going to cause Breeze fits, mm-hmm. uh, and 
they're going to need to make sure they do try and run ball anyway. But it'd be very tough to run ball against them. But I think Winston's going to be under a lot of pressure from defence, and I think it's going to be Saints beating them twenty four twenty because of Winston. So that's his first. First against each other. First actual against each other, because obviously Vikings Broncos don't count. Yeah, they don't count. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, we might as well just wipe all them wins off your side off and all them losses off my side off. Yes, we'll do that. Well, you'd be you'd be plenty in the <laughs> hole then, wouldn't you? Yeah, would be. Oh dear. <laughs> right. Uh, next game: Bills and Dolphins. Uh, a yuck, a yuck ball. Absolute yuck ball. Uh, game of week. This. <laughs> I think again the Dolphins. Fitzpatrick's not going to tank. They might bring Rose in at half time. Blah blah blah. I can see the Bills winning it by <laughs> a, by a score. Yeah. Um, seven. I won seventeen thirteen. The, the the Bills will be able to overcome by Dolphins defense somehow. Well, they'll find a, Dolphins might find a way to lose this one where they found a way to win the last couple. Um, they don't want to lose a divisional. They don't want to win the divisional game. But the, the Bills desperately don't want to lose a divisional game against the Dolphins. Um, the Broncos can't afford to lose it, win another game if they want to get a decent picking draft next season. The Dolphins, no. Yeah, so I think the Bills are going to squeak it 17 13. I think what happened was when Steelers beat Dolphins and Dolphins could have kept it close, it really pissed off uh, um, Flores. I think yeah. it really annoyed him. I think he wanted to come out and just go, look, this is what I can do when I'm coaching. And I think last two games, in comparison to previous seven, they've been great. In comparison to previous seven. And I think it ends here. I think the elite D at Bills is going to be different. I think Bills wild card outs are going to be waning if they lose any more silly games. So they're going for this one. They're going for a, a win. And I think they're going to be in the twenty to seven. I think it's going to smash them defensively. I think this could be this could be a case of the, the first time ever that the the, uh, the coach get fired for winning too many games. <laughs> I think Flores. <laughs> I think now he's got his two wins. Like I said. I think he's going to do himself some favours by just showing, look, this is what I can do with no one. Yeah, he's got, and then I think he's got a hope. Now, now, now the Dolphins have got a kind of hope on the Bengals winning at least one more game before they play him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think um, Dolphins are that bothered about super tanking. I think as long as they're a top five pick, they're not bothered. Mm. Those two wins, maybe just keep Flores, uh, Flores happy and then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll skip on from that shower onto what could potentially be another shower. Uh, we've got the Jags at the Colts. Colts is back, isn't he? Yep. Big Dick, sh- Big Dick Nick's back behind uh, centre. Yeah, I'm assuming Colts don't have Brissett again. And I think Jags will just have Foles, and I think he obviously will make passes in Eastern Mech. He needs to come in and play well straight away. It's not an easy pick because I don't think either team's like amazing, and it's a game that will have huge implications on division. But I just think defence for Jags is going to cause loads of trouble for Hoyer. And I know they've got an amazing O-line, but if Brissette does play, and this is a disclaimer, if Brissette plays, then I think the Colts will win. Right. But it's not going to matter at the end of it. I think Jags are going to beat him just by putting too much pressure on him. I think Nick Foles' first game back against a defence that's not it's not a pass-rushing defence, is it? And he's not going to be scared. He'll make them passes he needs to make to DJ Shark and obviously players like that. And Fournette's going to pound ball as well as he can, so... Before he got injured and on, on like his third pass of the uh, season, yeah, he, won't do it he looked good. He looked like he was marshalling that offense really well after a full preseason with him. Yeah, looked like he knew what he was doing, comfortable in the offense, and it's just unlucky that he got injured as he did. And I think he'll just pick up from where he left off. Gone and, Jags as well. Yeah, yeah. gone Jags twenty four sixteen. They can cause trouble for people if he can play well. Yeah, we got next. Right, next up we have got the Dallas Cry Boys. The Dallas Cry Boys. Cry Boys. Uh, sorry, Dallas Cry Boys. Against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Cryons. 
Sorry, Detroit Crayons. This could be, uh, it's going to be a get right game for the Cowboys for me. Uh, the Lions won't be able to stop Zeke like we stopped him. And they won't be able to, they'll probably handle the pass as well as we, as well as we handle the pass. So it probably means the, the Cowboys only get close to 500 yards offence. Uh, Lions will get a couple of token pity scores. And it's going to be 31. Token, yeah, 31-10 to Cowboys. Yeah, I agree. Um, not with scoreline. Oh, we didn't pick a scores for Jags game. I picked 22-14 to Jags. Oh, 24-16. Yeah, close. Yeah. Um, it's the same difference, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Lions look like they're done, don't they? Yeah. It could be all about the experience for young players now. Stafford, obviously, if he's out again, fair enough, let him get healthy. But I think he's been excellent. But in in, in a game where team another team is desperate... And you're not desperate. I think that's gonna be a difference. I think if they'll keep if they keep Stafford out, the Cowboys will win. Got a six and four. Whereas Lions, I don't fancy him to get to playoffs now. No, I don't even know. Is the record three, three, three four, five, one, one or something? something yeah. Like, yeah. So it's worrying. Yeah, three, five, one. Yeah, uh, it's just worrying isn't it now for them. Like they just need to get these young linebackers in, let them play, let them gel together. Let that defense become more of a unit. Let people get experience, and if you can make big plays and you can get wins, fair enough. And if not, then you're gonna get an high draft pick. But I just can't see him winning. I just think thirty six Cowboys thirty six Lions twenty one, and that's even with Driscoll. I just think obviously Cowboys are just ten foot off gas and maybe I mean after the way the the, the outbreaking loss against the Vikings on Monday night, Deal Sunday night, yeah, they the, the might, yeah, they might want to come out and put a statement out. That's why I don't think they'll the line, the, the might lines get a couple of scores rather than yeah. game more than game more than one touchdown. Um, yeah, I think the lines have got to make the decision now. The season, for all intents and purposes, over. They're still mathematically in with a shout of getting the playoffs, but I mean that's the kind of maths you need to figure out quite about passer ratings. So yeah. um, they might just wrap. Stafford have been cotton wool for the rest of the season. Yeah, might be the best. Yeah, and then I say I've gone Cowboys thirty one lines ten, and then you've got Cowboys well, haven't you? So yeah, yeah. yeah, no surprise there, really. Um, next game then, we've got the uh, an, an NFC South clash. We've got the uh, upsurgent Atlanta Falcons against the uh, the butthurt Panthers. Panthers, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, hard again, isn't it? After last week, it yeah. makes you consider <laughs> that Falcons could get a bit of momentum and Panthers yep. could lose some, but I think. Panthers have been excellent. Dual threat with McCaffrey, obviously in passing and run. Allen's not played awful. Samuel and DJ Moore even getting into the game. And they should focus on exposing linebacking court and secondary, which is their weakest part of the defence, which can be done because I think, obviously, Allen's good at getting ball out quick, letting ball run, and that's where they're weak. Do you know what I mean? Their yep. secondary and all that's pretty weak. But with pressure, Allen, he's not, he's not crumbled under pressure, but I, just think, I don't think he's been great. But um, if they can show up defensively the same as they did last week, they could be in it. But I just think Panthers want it more because obviously they've got more to play for. And I just think for that playoff push, they need this win, which is why I think they'll get it. And at 33-20, I think they're just going to get up early. Do you know what I mean? And hold on. Yep, I've got the same reasons for you, mate. I think the Panthers are 32-17, yeah. The same reason I think they might be able to slow McCaffrey down if they stick Grady Jarrett on him, but they don't want to take him off the edge. They'll run away from Grady Jarrett for anything else. Yeah. Or they might just try running him over. Put, I think you know, it'll be a um, screen game that they'll have to do. Yeah, but, I've, yeah. Keep them honest, screen hell out of them, and then big, big pass plays, obviously. Yeah. You've got DJ Moore and it's Samuel. A, it's a big... I mean, the, the one thing that sort of cautioned... The one, the one that cautioned me for picking this was the Panthers need this game 
the Falcons yeah, exactly, don't really yeah. need so it. It'd be, it'd be a nice win for the Falcons. Getting playoffs one done. Yeah, there's a lot more pressure on the Panthers here than there is on the Falcons. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the Panthers will turn it into diamonds rather than a goal. Yeah. Um, right, next game is AFC AFC matchup between the Texans and the Ravens. Now then, this is going to be a bit of a barnstorm, I reckon. Because um, you've got what do you reckon? Who you picked? Well, gone with the Ravens. Right. Both very good offences. Yeah. Um, Texans have got an improved defence without JJ Watch, which makes no sense. And, yeah, and then the Ravens have got a, a good defence no matter what. Yeah. So I think it's still going to be a free-scoring game, but I think the Ravens are going to edge it by 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 a score by a field goal. I've won thirty-one twenty-eight to the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens looking stoppable. Lamar's playing lights out. The D's doing much better. Peters, however, I'm not. And even though Texans are depleted, I think they're going to win the close game. I think Hopkins could have a big game because obviously he's the type of receiver who could cause Marcus Peters fits. Yep. Good run after catch. He's a big game player. I think Hyde's going to run it hard. They'll be able to bust it to outside with him. They'll have to use Duke, Duke Johnson with a passing game with a running back and be able to do stuff like that. I don't think they're going to blow light. Uh, you know, Ravens away. I think it's going to be twenty-seven, twenty-three to Ravens. So on last drive, if Ravens have got ball, they're going to have to go for a touchdown. You know what I mean? They put it into that sort of position. But I just think Reed could be cause some issues. Safety for Ravens could cause uh, for Ravens for the Texans could yep. cause some issues for um, young lad, uh, young Lamar. I think he'll be chaperoning him at times. Do you know what I mean? Quarterback spotting rather than yeah. actually playing a, a yeah, receiver. I've gone uh, Texans. Strangely enough, twenty-seven, twenty-three because I'm an idiot. I mean, I just fancied it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I, the same reason I've gone with Ravens. I, I fancied it as well. It's like you, yeah. I, I can I can make I can make cases for both teams winning. Watson wins that though, then he's he's yeah. jumped up with Wilson and, and with Lamar. The thing is, they, 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 they've got a week's rest on them as well. Exactly. Just come out of the bye so, week, so. so Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after after they roll against the Cincinnati Wankers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right then, we'll move on to a late slate on the Sunday night now. Yeah. But the cards against the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a get right game for the 49ers. Yeah. I don't think the Cardinals will be out by any stretch of the imagination, but I think they'll be, they're going to get. Uh, I think the 49ers might take a little bit of frustration out against the cards. Uh, it's not going to be a massively scoring game again. There'll still be 50 points in the game over, over the total, but I think the 49ers will beat them 31 20. Um. I'm an idiot. Right. I did this last time and lost. Right. But I just fancy cards. I love it. I love when you say I'm an idiot. It's great. Right. We're close. Um, and Murray is getting better. Yeah. I think each game he gets, he'll learn, and I think he'll learn by playing against Forty Niners. Learn that's an hard team to play. Forty mm-hmm. Niners don't need the win, as we can keep bringing up. It's like a lot of need now. They don't need the win that badly, so they'll probably be a bit more relaxed. And I think it'll be a bit of a messy win for cards. You know, um, I'm going twenty six seventeen, which is really big. Probably going to be wrong. I'm actually a bit probably wrong here, but I just fancy, fancy um, cards to just get a random win against them. Do you know what I mean? Off, like, off, a, off a reeling forty nine ers after a tough game on Monday night. Yeah, I can see it. But yeah, I just I picked them last time and they I, let me down. But they I, were a close game. I can see you thinking. Mean? Yeah. Um, no, I just. I think you said the forty nine ers don't need it, but I think. Well, I mean, obviously they're the, they're the oh they're level with Seahawks but behind them they're not yeah they're number one in NFC uh, yeah, so I mean they're pushing for for a bye I mean I did this before that game had been played to be right. fair okay I can <laughs> I can see the Forty Nines are gonna obviously gonna want to win it and yeah. keep my number one um, I'm not I'm obviously I'm an idiot and I'm just you know probably wrong but I just I just got a feeling and I didn't follow my feeling when Ravens played Patriots <laughs> so I'm doing it this time 
Hey, sometimes you can't ignore it, can you? No. Well, I which, can. I could, should, would. But... Seamlessly, mate. And we went to the next game, which is the Patriots of the Eagles. Right. It's a Super Bowl rematch from uh, the season before last. Tough call, isn't it? Eagles have got some fight in them, but I think the Patriots are off a bye and off a loss, and they're so creative. Um, I think last game they played, they looked a bit flat, but obviously this rest and looking at Eagles for a week and a half, which is exactly what they will have done. Mm-hmm. I know Eagles have a time off as well, but obviously you're going to play against Patriots, and you don't know what you're going to get now, because they've just had like 10 days off. I think after being spanked by Ravens, they're going to be one and make a statement, and I think this is the type of team they'll be able to do against. They know the secondary's not really good. They know they'll be able to go blow for blow with them. They know they're all right against everyone, and I think Pats will end up winning it, but it'll be high scoring. I think it's going to be 33-30 Patriots. I have gone with the same results, but I've got a different score, 24-19 to the Patriots. I think it'll be maybe a little bit closer, because I think the Eagles are going to score on them. Yeah. But what's the one thing that Tom Brady is known for as a quarterback? Lovely hair. Lovely hair, winning smile. Mm-hmm. Look, having the Shagging having the body of a twenty five year old, but still being forty two. Yeah, me at twenty five, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what what thing is he is renowned for is his surgically dissecting defenses, yeah. and that Eagles secondary is Bengalish. Uh, yeah, it's like you know, have you watched the Keshi's Castle? Yeah. And the little paper rings they've got on the dodging cars. That's the Eagles defense. Yeah, the little, paper, the little paper. No little paper circles. He don't like pressure up middle and Fletcher Cox is excellent. He doesn't like pressure, but I still think he's going to have more than enough time to pick that defence apart. But just release ball here. The linebacking card's not great, and like I said, the uh, second is a bit poor, so just sling it ball about. Obviously, Sanu's there now as well, so they've got yep. a lot of stuff to help them out. But I, still, I think the Eagles will, Eagles will, stay, will, will stick in it, and it'll be a close game, but I think the, the Patriots going to win it 24 19. Okay, where you next? I've got the uh, Cincinnati Wankers against the. Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I've gone Raiders. Jacobs gets 200 yards all-purpose, three touchdowns. Bengals suck. Uh, Bengals 14, Raiders 46. I also think the Bengals suck. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the Raiders are going to go go large on them. I want to go on 34-10, though. <laughs> Not as large as I have, not me. No, I, I, can see, I can see Jacobs going 200 all-purpose. I can see him getting the majority of them on the ground. I can just see him just wandering through like that. I'm in the air. Yeah. But Carl's done a lot, but what else? Uh, Gino Atkins. So they've got two defensive players out of 11 that can play at a time. Uh, Jackson in the secondary is good as well. I still think we're bloody steamrolling. He's, he's, he's having, I mean, rookie of the year. Yeah, offensive rookie. Offensive rookie of the year, easily. Um, like I said, we should, you should give him bloody trophy now. Uh, I think the Raiders are good. And Green is going to pick Bengals apart. Yeah. Uh, right, well, shall we move on then to Sunday Night Football? The Chicago Bears against the LA Rams. Could go either way, couldn't it? Yeah. Steelers gave the blueprint for how to defeat Rams using defence, which is what the what Bears, the Bears will got, yeah. do. I think McVeigh'll steam it up, scheme it up, even yeah. uh, up and do enough. I think Ramsey and Donald could be the difference. I think Rams could get pressure up middle and whatever, and cause Trubisky to go. Ah, someone trying to get me. Throw ball. Ramsey's got it. Pick six. I think that could be the type of game it is, and obviously Bears are. Um, great on offence but on defence they are pretty good I think Goff's obviously going to need a bounce back game they're going to have to play play action I think they'll use Gurley a lot more than they have been and I think it'll be 14-12 to the St. Louis Rams I've got it 17-12 to the LA Rams big scoring game isn't it yeah uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a case of whether um, they can self-evaluate himself yeah if you can, you know, put his put his self scout thyself. Yeah, self scout self self scout thyself. Put put a team before his ego is what he needs to start doing. Yeah. Because you know, 
Well, all that matters, we've always said, well, all that matters is wins. Yep. Uh, right then, Monday Night Football. We've got the AFC West clash between the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, LA, your LA Superchargers. Not fucking mine. Soon to be the London LA Superchargers. <laughs> oh, don't set them off. <laughs> Trigger. Yeah, I think the Chargers are probably going to... Uh, like, the last three or four seasons have had that second half push and they look really good. I think last week was a precursor as to how it's going to go for the rest of the season for the Chargers. I think they're going to continue on a downward slope, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think the, well, the worst team that could have... The only way this could be worse if they were going to the Chiefs rather than the Chiefs coming into them. Yeah. And even so... And let's be fair. Chargers, well yeah, Chargers home. As it's been banded about by everyone on the dog, Chargers home games <laughs> as an away game for, as an home game for everybody else. Yeah. Um, Mahomes is going to come back and start just... I mean, torch the Titans... He's going to torch the Chargers twice as much. Uh, I think, I think so- Chargers have got good defense. I just I don't think it'll be a, like a ridiculous like. Oh yeah, I do actually. Apparently, <laughs> I think the ta- it'll be a massive score and Chiefs will kill them. Chargers are going to run it well. Yeah, uh, I think the. That's what you've got to do. They've got to the, keep the, yeah, the, off pitch, aren't you? The, the Chiefs are going to struggle. So they can keep. They can tie that defense out and keep them on the pitch. The man keeps, it gives it gives them a chance, but I still think the the Chiefs are going to win it thirty eight twenty four. Yeah, my thing is, my almost is back and they haven't missed a beat. Yeah. The scary part is that they could end up, they could end Chargers season, which obviously should make it massive for Chiefs and massive for themselves. I just think the weakest part of Chiefs is the run defence and the best part like of the Chargers last couple of weeks when they run offence. I think that's going to, that would normally cost Chiefs, but I can see them like just leading Chiefs to staying on top of the West because they know obviously Raiders are going to be a game behind them. They lose this, everyone's like, on the cusp but if Chargers win that division is going to be it's the, just the Chiefs then the Raiders it. then the, the Chargers are just behind them yeah. everyone got to play everybody again as well but I, I, like I say they need this win as much as Chargers do it's a big game and I'm going Chargers um, 35 Chiefs 43 so it's a big win but on the G1 Uh, right, so that's uh, the rundown. We've got we've both come with the Browns beating the Steelers. We've split. Uh, I put the Vikings. Eddie's put the Broncos. We've both got the Jets beating the Redskins. We've split the uh, Eddie got the Saints. I've got the Bucks. We've both got the Bills beating the Dolphins and the Jags beating the Colts. Uh, we've both got the Cowboys beating the Lions. We've both got the Panthers beating the Falcons. Eddie's got the Texans beating the Ravens, and I've got the opposite of that. Uh, same again. Eddie's got the Cards. I've got the Forty Niners. <laughs> uh, we've both got the Pats to beat the Eagles we've both got the Raiders to beat the Bungles we've both got the Rams to beat the Bears and we've both got the Chiefs to beat the Chargers a bit soft this week only a couple we've, we've been against this is what it's been like every week I'm, yeah. o- I'm hoping it's uh, a three in one week again probably yep yeah, we've, uh, we've got four teams that are uh, yeah. that are going to lose Vikings, this week Vikings 49ers yeah we've got four teams that aren't going to lose this week which are the Seahawks Packers Titans and Giants we're all on the bye week so you can have a week off Giants fans from, I thought uh, you were making out that like, obviously we were going to be correct <laughs> obviously not I mean, it'd be nice. Mm. Right. Do with a big win. Have you got anything else you want to bang on the end? Uh, no, I'm all good. No, I'm, I've got not to not Ooh, to vent. Actually, no, I have thought of something. Go on. Um, as you'll all be really interested to know, I have started looking into the draft and <laughs> uh, we will be obviously dropping a few mentions every now and again about what we think should happen. And uh, if you've, I've got an idea, if you think it's a good idea, let us know. But what we would do if we were your team's you know, coaching staff scouting system, what you think, like, if you'd like to know what we would do in the position 
the RGM, what we should do, what we should try and pick up for your team. Something like that. I thought that might be a good idea. Just let us know if you want to hear it. I mean, you're going to hear it whether you want to or not, but if you... If you like it. Then. If you'd like it. If there's anyone, the whistles on, then. anyone in particular that wants to know what we think their team's going to do or yeah. should do in the draft... Suggest your team, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, and we'll go into depth on that rather than giving it the... Uh, rather than waiting until, until the, 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 the pre-draft stuff. Right, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoy what you've heard, give us a subscribe, a review and a share. If not, this has been the Don Shaw's Guide to Remain Undefeated. Contact us at email via eddieandmattoktc at gmail.com. Also turn to the competition. Or via Twitter on the handle at eddie underscore mattoktc if you've got any questions or if you disagree with anything we've said. We always appreciate the feedback. Enjoy Week 11 unless you're a Broncos fan and we'll see you for the next episode.